My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, and I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And it's time again. Time for us to talk about an artist we like. A K-pop artist we like, that is. Uh, a dancing queen of sorts. Uh, gorgeous, talented. Uh, just voice of a beautiful little angel. We're talking about Chung Ha today. How did everyone come across Chung Ha in their lives? I don't know. Like, I think Spotify just threw her at me or YouTube or something one time. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. Good, good. And then, I mean, she had that collaboration, I think it was last year with PH1, which sort of reminded me oh yeah yeah that's her okay cool i knew about her before but uh really the yay song collab was the first time mm. that i officially looked at any of her stuff and it was purely because i was watching for him mm. yes yeah. and super junior if you don't know yeah for me i think it was uh when she was on running man <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh man, this girl seems super cool. Like I should go check out her stuff since I, I didn't, I was never really into like produce one or one or anything. And then I ended up really loving her solo stuff. So, oh, running man, who hasn't been on it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me, I ran across, I mean, I knew of her existence before, but hmm. I closely ran across her when I started the first time I watched uh, live music shows, which was Astro's all night promotion comeback mm. time. And she was doing gotta go during that mm. time period. And it's also when like in flying was doing rooftop their sec like it was, it was good music shows. Then there was a lot <laughs> going on to where, I was be I was saw her get a lot of her awards for Gotta Go, and I I was seeing her manager dance with her and her fun dancers, and and I just really enjoyed the song. So then I kept more of an eye out for her after that because I fell in love with a lot of different groups and songs during that promotional time, just because mm -hmm. it was a really good mix of stuff that I hadn't paid as much attention to. But Chung Ha's like, ah oh, man, I really like her, and so then I looked at her stuff more and. Hmm. Since then, I've tried to keep more of an eyeball on her. I always liked whenever she wins, like on like a music show or something, she always looks shocked and surprised. Like, <laughs> like she was just like, wait, what? I mean, where <laughs> am I? <laughs> like, oh, it was, oh, okay. I, I like her vibe. She has like a really chill, like. She seems very laid back. Like, yeah. For all of her very, interviews. She's yeah, like, super very humble. sweet. Yeah. yeah. Like she's like super sweet. She's like laid back but not chill. And that's yeah. not like that sounds like it's dissing up. She's cool, but she's not like sunny who would be like yeah. hanging out. Like she's just yeah. very, very sweet. Like even in yeah. like any interview she's done, even in both languages, in any like circumstance, even when she's like super uh, close with the person mm -hmm. she's just like always just like very like genuinely nice mm -hmm. yeah she I definitely seems like someone you'd like to hang out with like she would just 
be a nice be very person nice. to be around with. She would, she would like be the sort of person that would be really nice. Like, you know how when you were younger and like your parents liked some of your friends, but not all of your friends, she would be <laughs> one of the ones that she, they liked the most. See, I you know? see her as when you were younger, your favorite babysitter, she would have been your favorite mm-hmm. babysitter. Mm-hmm. Like she, yeah. Or like, you know, she's the like, like an older sister, like, you know, the, like, she's yeah. just like nice. I could see her as a, like a teacher too, honestly. Like I yeah, could see I her could doing see her really well with kids. Too. Yes. But like Speaking in a that, teaching I was, setting. I was literally yeah. just watching like a video, like from like a Korean YouTube channel where they, they had her on with some kids and the kids were like showing her their talents and it was the cutest thing but only one of the kids actually like recognized her so it was just like this girl who's probably about nine or ten and it's like oh we're gonna like invite someone in that you can like tell about your talents and then Changha appears and the girl's like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) and it was so sweet like because these you know kids talents are always so stupid (laughs) she was like she was like oh my goodness like you're incredible like this little boy was just like miming hitting a baseball with like a baseball bat and she's like so impressed like wow I am so impressed with you <laughs> like it was very cute I really enjoyed I was watching a video today of her um they like did a surprise um performance at a high school and it was mm. like she just showed up on the like you know this circuit the closed circuit television it was like come to the gym we're having you know and like you just see the kids are just like oh my god and they're like <laughs> pouring yeah. down the, you know and they're all so excited and then she like changed into a schoolgirl's uniform and like went to meet this one girl who was like cleaning a classroom or something and she mm-hmm. sneaked in and it was so cute like the girls were so like shocked oh my gosh it's you and the one was so funny she's like I saw you out of the corner of my eye and thought do we have a girl that pretty at our school <laughs> <laughs> but she was like and then she sat down with her and the one girl was just talking about how stressed out she was by getting into university and how she couldn't you know she's not good enough to get into the top universities but her parents aren't hearing that and they're you know, and, and Changa just saying to her, like, I know it doesn't sound like I would know what you're going through, but like I do, it took me so long. I would be working my part-time jobs and hearing the people that I trained with on the radio and thinking that's never going to be me. Like, and she says, and I thought, you know, that produce one one show was coming and I thought well that's fun I'll watch that on tv and the girls are <laughs> laughing and they're like and she's like so she says a year made a big difference for me a year can make a big difference for you and yeah. like yeah she was just such a like a friendly and like honest person like sometimes mm-hmm. you see somebody giving advice like that and it comes across really fake but yeah seemed like just mm-hmm. yeah somebody who would like you said a a favorite babysitter or an older cousin or something who would come alongside you and be like, I know, I know it's hard, but it gets better. Like, trust me, you know, it it was a cool, I like that video. I just like where she talks about going to Produce 101, where she's like, yeah, I was like telling like the CEO of my company, like, I think I need to, to quit. Like, I think, you know, it's time for me to move on. Like, you know, this doesn't seem to be working out. And like, my family's having some financial problems. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. But you should go on this show before you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah okay, you can quit after this show. After. <laughs> I think it's also like speaks to her, like, because she really like made a point of she was like, I just, 
I want to do this, but I'm getting older and I don't find it fair that like I'm at this age and my parents are still supporting me and I'm not in a job yet and I really need to like be an adult yeah. about things and like figure mm. out what to do. And then, what I what I thought was most super telling, responsible. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But you know, it, it made me like a little sad because she was like, yeah, I'm 20. Like I was getting way too old to debut. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> 20, 20. I know. Like <laughs> what are you no. I wonder if debut age for girls is a little younger. It is. 20 yeah. would be it's old. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. And isn't that just really fucked up? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. 20 yeah. is so young. And there's no good reason for it because like theoretically it's because you know she's gonna want to get married and have babies, so she needs to have her like career out of the way ahead of time or something but like I the guys know. all have to go into the military like just stop with the sexist nonsense and like <laughs> yeah whatever. i know well, like, it's like a problem everywhere like you know yeah. it's not just even idols culture it's yeah. a everywhere problem yeah like i mean like a 20 year old going into like western music it would still could be considered old you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Which is so stupid. It's so it is. stupid. Like, <laughs> you don't know shit until your mid twenties. Like, <laughs> like, and you know what? I I really like watching like you know like when she was on the manager and stuff with her manager, and like you get to see her interactions with like the people who work with her and mm-hmm. how close they all are and how much they all genuinely seem to like each other. That she's it's probably not like a persona like it's probably Mm. a genuine just that's just who she is and you know yeah there's one of the episodes of the manager show where um the manager was talking about how um everybody was actually starting to genuinely be sad because they really wanted her like it was unanimous Mm. that everybody thought she was great and that she was a good person and they wanted her to succeed Mm. and it was like it's it was kind of sad for them to watch it happen that like she wasn't advancing and she wasn't getting Mm -hmm. her debut and Mm -hmm. so it was like kind of one of those things that they were all like actually trying to like do everything they possibly could to help her out yeah and it helps that she's incredibly talented i uh what i really what i really love about her is um she seems so like quiet and like you know a little reserved and you know very you know just sort of that and then she gets on stage and they start playing anything and suddenly she's just this crazy like all over the place dancing like yeah wild and you're just like whoa (laughs) okay (laughs) like I love it and she can make she can dance to anything she can make anything a bop it's I was watching that uh weekly idol and they did the the roller coaster dance and they did it with her song roller coaster and it was like it slowed down and it goes faster and stuff and she just stayed on the beat all the time and, mm-hmm. and they're like was it hard and she says no it's just I don't remember what the actual beats per minute are for the song anymore because I just <laughs> went with whatever was going on so I don't know what was right there but like that's impressive to me that she could stick with it that well 
Her dancing is always impressive to see. It's interesting how that her her skill with dancing as far as being able to uh, go with the flow with like anything that's given to her ties a lot to her personality of Mm. she she literally the way she approaches a lot of her life is she really just tries to go with the flow as much as she can and, and keep things in a positive light like that's how she spoke on the Eric Nam podcast uh, mm-hmm. to where they would even talk about challenges and she would just be like, well, I, j- I just see it as a positive thing and I just kind of go with it. And then it's even for the future, like, what do you hope all these things? And she really, it's not that she doesn't have goals, but she just kind of, I've already done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know all these different, I'll probably continue to do a lot of different things. So I'm, I'm just going to try to go with the flow like in a positive way with those things yeah i think she's more uh, focused on attainable goals and Mm -hmm. kind of um i guess it's her humbleness of knowing that like she is privileged and that even though like it took her a while she still made it and she's gotten like really popular since then so i think that just like kind of ties into it she just she's grounded enough to realize what's going on and not kind of push for more in a sense that makes Mm -hmm. sense i think it's interesting that um you know listening to that eric nam podcast interview and he's like like what do you you know who who do you hang out with who are your friends and she's basically like she talks about ioi all the time like they're her members they're her friends they're the people she talks to she's hoping that they can get back together and do another release at some point in the next you know soon and all this stuff and it's like to me she's had so much more success as a solo Mm -hmm. act than she did as a part of IOI like it was such Mm -hmm. a short a brief period and everything but the fact that that's something that she remembers so fondly and that she's so close with those girls and that's you know it's like if you could do anything with your career what would it be and she's like I get the band back together you know like (laughs) like, (laughs) that's that's her her life goal she just wants to hang out with the you know she just wants to make music and dance and Mm -hmm. be happy and that's pretty good hang out with her best friend her manager (laughs) (laughs) oh the cutest human being oh my god she's so tiny and i'm not just like saying that like it's she's just like tiny (laughs) especially compared to chunga who's tiny (laughs) yeah i liked i I liked them talking about bandit the the girl group bandit is is on their label now and that manager sometimes help, you know, she manages them a little bit too. And she was talking about like bandit. I have to look up to them. Chung Ha. Like I, I look down to you and she's like, Hey, you're like one <laughs> centimeter taller than me. <laughs> I just like really love like when, you know, like Jesse was saying, like when they won the show and then she would come out in her puffer jacket and they would like do the dance together. Like, yeah so cute i just love that what like was one of her first things she was like oh you know because like there's always the thing that like the the person will be like i'll do this if i Mm. get the win and her like first thing was like i'll make my manager dance (laughs) and then it happened and she's like this is all i ever dreamed of in life is to make my manager dance my song in front of everyone (laughs) i just love them like that like their dynamic together like when they show up like online 
wives or like you know on the shows like the manager and stuff and like weekly idol and everything it's just like you can tell that they are sisters you know like they act <laughs> like sisters not like you know a manager it's just like the beleaguered sister who's like okay you actually have to get up out of bed now like come on it's time <laughs> yeah. you gotta go and she's like i don't want to go she's like you gotta go <laughs> on the weekly idol interviews they they were talking to her and and she's talking about oh my house it's by a mountain and they're like a mountain she's like yeah like i don't live in town like i i when i'm I live out by the mountains and I stay home all the time and I don't do anything because that's the life I like. And they're like, you're like a grandma. And she's like, that's what people call me. It's my nickname, <laughs> Granny. <laughs> she's like, thanks. You're even, right. Even the snacks and stuff she likes are all like, like grandma things. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> I love that flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I liked like, on the manager when there were snacks in the you know the van thing and 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 her dancer dancers who are also her friends of like 10 years they get in the back and the manager's like oh if you're hungry you can have the snacks and they're all like these are chung ha's things these are obviously like grandma tasting things (laughs) as they're eating them like (laughs) grandma candy's good too a free snack is a free snack okay (laughs) You need that energy to get up there and dance your buns off. No, I also love her male backup dancers. There's like some real style there. Uh, I was just, uh, you know, I don't, people who listen to the show for a long time know I don't really watch music videos. Which you should. Them. Everyone should watch I know, music I know. videos. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I just like, it doesn't matter. Like just even like groups I love, I don't really like, I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. It's same. I'm just a weirdo. Um, but I always love watching hers. Like mm-hmm. I was just, I was just watching the one for Dream of You, and damn, yeah, yeah. she's a dancer. Dialing. That's why you have to watch her music videos no, no, because no, you no, missed no, that no. out. No. <laughs> Let me the styling of her. I like her music videos. I'm not saying that. It's just the styling. Like who's ever doing the styling on her and her backup dancers is mm-hmm. is doing the most for us. Like yeah. That suit with the corset. Mm. <laughs> and then all, all like the male backup dancers, like if she was wearing a masculine outfit, they were wearing a masculine outfit. If she was wearing a feminine outfit, they were wearing a feminine outfit. It was incredible. Like it looked mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Loved it. The black lipstick. Oh, <laughs> A plus, A plus. But uh, no, she just, I just think she's fantastic, you know? So for, for those of you that aren't like super well acquainted with Chung Ha, <laughs> she started out, oh, let's just back up a little bit. She actually grew up both in Texas and Korea. She was born in Korea. She is Korean. Um, but during a handful of years in her life growing up between like kindergarten and high school, she kind of went back and forth. Um, and it sounds like it was just her and her mom and then other parts of her family. So, mm-hmm. and her mom was working really hard. It sounded like, and she idolizes her mom, which is great. Like, it sounds like her mom is really awesome. Then she, she auditioned for YG, didn't get it. She ended up being a JYP trainee for a little bit, but that didn't last all that long. And then she got casted with her current label. She was actually, she became ultimately 
at the time the one artist they had mm -hmm. that it kind of sounded like they probably had more trainees but they don't really talk about that but director guy i'm just gonna call him that he he casted her on the street and he seems really cool too like just really he was mm -hmm. she really liked the way he casted her because he didn't promise anything that he wasn't yeah. going to be able to give whereas a lot of the other agencies were very you know all these promises and he was like i can't give you anything but i will try my hardest and so yeah. mm. and on the manager like you see him a little bit and it was kind of cool how uh, you could tell that they all respected each other a lot and they were really close and it was really neat and so then for for a long time period like we were talking about she didn't feel like she was really making headway and then she was going to quit but then she got on to produce 101 mm -hmm. which is a competition show and it sounds like she didn't really love the competition aspect of it very much. Yeah. I, th I think a lot of the artists probably honestly don't. Well, especially um, with like one of those where you start off with like 101 people. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. a huge competition. A and of course, those shows, they all get like edited, you know, suspiciously. To Yeah. S speaking of, I so Somi was, she's somebody that was on IOI and all that with her and there's this clip of somi that was on produce and it was like she was really mad about something and th it was like something they put in a preview of an episode when produce was airing and so there's just been all these rumors about like her temper and like all these things so recently somi she was telling her people like on a live she's like okay i'm gonna tell you what happened with that I literally just had an idea to act mad just so they could edit it and put it on the show. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's like that's also a lot of the things. Like, the shows. Like, not only are the producers causing the fake mm -hmm. things, the the uh, contestants themselves are doing it too. It's their only way a shot of getting on TV. Yeah. So mo a lot of them will create fake drama i'm not saying everyone does yeah. and i'm not saying everyone from the top whatever 11 it was that went on yeah. to ioi was but th it's the way to get you on yeah. tv because even if you don't end up in that top bracket that is guaranteed the contract mm -hmm. for the group you still can get cast and still get yeah. mm -hmm. stuff and the only way to do that is to make sure you aren't edited out so. Yeah. yeah get your airtime it's like yeah it's it's a way to make yourself more memorable mm -hmm. and that's just and it's just the way that these shows are constructed that you can't even blame them for it it's like they're entertainers like it, yeah what did you expect and it's it, yeah. obviously people like it because they wouldn't edit it like that way for mm -hmm. things but she ended up fourth place uh mm. on produce which she wasn't expecting to you know end up at the top anything she was she was just gonna try her hardest and try to mm -hmm. kind of get it all out of her system essentially before she mm -hmm. quit give her last big shot was kind of her <laughs> thing that she was trying to do and then she ended up fourth place and she was really happy and so then mm -hmm. she got on ioi which i think they only existed for 10 months 10 months 10 months yeah because yeah. this was before they started trying to make super long contracts on those people, but that was before there was also obvious vote manipulation. So it's all been a thing. Yeah. 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 And I think also it was like in the period where they didn't actually expect the group to do as well 
like mm, to warrant yeah. a longer contract as yeah. well because because i mm. i think it was there was ioi and then the next season they had 101 yeah. and 101 so ioi was popular to a point but 101 was then kind of like meteoric like they really yeah. really blew up so then after that the network was like oh we're gonna make really long contracts because oh. this is a lot of money <laughs> And oh boy, did that kind of backfire on yeah. them? Now. <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. yeah, we don't want to get into yeah. all oh, of that. Oh, a side note um, on IOI, if you are like listening to this podcast and you don't really follow K-pop and that's fine, you can, you know, whatever. If you're trying to find a K-drama connection to this, if you look up the members in IOI, I guarantee you, you know, half of them from dramas yeah. mm-hmm. and very, very popular dramas. So... This was a crew that like went far. Yeah. Like even though they, you know, kind of separated and did things and like sadly some of their mm-hmm. perspective groups that they went on to after have, you know, terminated. But like there's still like people that you would recognize as a K drama mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. These sort of shows, they're like good launching pads for a lot of careers. And- yeah. Especially the the contestants that are just like stuck trainees. Yeah, and they're that they've been you know trainees for such a long time, and they're just not mm-hmm. getting their breaks. And like you know, some people are just not at the right company, and they don't realize it. Like mm-hmm. you know, each company, even though there is some variations, they still all have their own specific sound, and like not yeah. everybody can do uh, that specific sound. And then some people mm-hmm. are just like better in. Uh, a really big group because they're like they have you know different talents and then some people mm-hmm. are just better as a soloist because they're mm-hmm. just like they, they have more unique or, voice yeah. or whatever it's just like yeah just kind of depending upon these things and I think mm-hmm. even though I personally don't like these competitions because mm-hmm. like as someone who like spent most of her life in auditions and competitions competitions suck and they drain you and they're so damaging to your mental health um yeah. and especially like these are already like challenging mental health areas um even though that's a negative side to these things they do tend to help some people who would mm-hmm. just end up aging out of their trainee and then just being dropped from the company after yeah, you know and, and spending and the, no, like 10 like, years at like their yeah. respective company so there's some there's some good parts and aspects yeah. to these types of shows. I just like can't watch them because I get secondhand anxiety yeah. while watching them. I, I'm just I like, feel oh, no, I'll like I am so empathetic to everyone that I can't yeah. and I'm, I can't like, do it. I, I, can't I, do I know it. how it feels. Like I literally know how yeah. it feels and I know how it feels to screw up an audition too. Like mm-hmm. I know the like mental like gymnastics you do in your head and that like how like much you can tear yourself down because of something and then having it like broadcast to the world and people yeah. watching it and it being really popular it's it's hard like it's a hard hard thing yeah and yes it is kind of part of the deal like being in that job but it still sucks it just and yeah. i just can't i can't do it i just like stay away from it yeah well even just I'll like listen was to watching some clips on youtube and like one of the clips was just a, from a you know, produce episode. And it was like Chunha and this other girl whose name I can't remember got called out to the stage and then they just played some music and like mm-hmm. it was just random music and you had to dance to it and perform. 
And the one girl kind of did some cutesy stuff, but like didn't know what to do when she didn't have it prepared for. Mm -hmm. And Chunga just went. And I felt so bad for the other girl. And like, you could see how like embarrassed she was in a sense. Like, I don't even know how to prepare for that. I thought I was prepared and I wasn't. And then I look over and she's not struggling at all. Chunga is just going. And I'm like, okay, how do I compete with that? Like, she just... It's New. hard because mm-hmm. Chung Ha, like, even before she got into, like, she trained and, you know, even J- before JYP, she was already taking dance lessons and singing lessons. Yeah. She's, like, been pretty much wanting to do this for, like, a really long time. So she already had the training, like, that extra training that probably a lot of the other trainees didn't have. And it's it's hard mm-hmm. when you're, like, in that position where it's, like, it's not your fault. It's not, like one is better than the other like technically yeah. like it's just you know you you yeah. got trained differently and mm-hmm. have a different path in life but it's hard when you're like literally pitted against another person yeah. and this could mean your future in your career it's yeah well it's even just like, a trainee like system of you know they have all the trainees and then we're gonna debut a group and and yeah like you can you can just not fit like you know, the, the group, they put you all in a row and you're just too short. You don't match with the rest of them or you're too tall or you're too, like, sometimes it's because you stand out too much that you can't be a part of a group and we're only debuting groups right now. So, like, yeah. it just, it, it's such a, a crapshoot. It's such a, a difficult yeah, yeah, it's it's really hard because you got to, like, understand that it's not just about talent. It's just about timing and just mm-hmm. a little bit of luck. luck. Yeah, yeah, just luck. But, but how happy, how happy are we that she didn't end up at YG? Uh, <laughs> I, they, they would have put her in the basement and thrown away that key. Yeah, pretty much. We I mean, would have never we're literally seeing that, you know, with right. filming. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's already one there. <laughs> Yeah, experiencing it. Like YG will throw anyone in the basement. They don't yeah. care. Uh, I something I hadn't even considered, but Jesse mentioned to me the other day. Like the fact that I hadn't thought of this is just I don't silly. remember what I said. But so what Jesse said was sometimes the name of the game with them getting trainees, them just entertainment places. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a matter of getting that talent mm-hmm. so they can't be your competition. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. Hold on there, to it. There could be like, you know, they don't really care if you debut with them. Yeah, no, they, they don't, give don't a want shit. you against you against them. Yeah. But like kind of hope never... that they can make some money off of you. But right. like if the alternative is that another person can't make money off of you it evens out it's, in companies business wise it's I literally mean, criminal it's literally criminal. i, I had never i had never even thought of it that way the fact that i never thought of it is really <laughs> funny i mean like it's like the, the, see every once in a while it's like oh i'm being naive yeah i was being like super naive I mean. about that no that's 100 percent like <laughs> And and it's like this is why like I'm very hesitant to like call any company like oh that's a good company because it's like I don't know if there's any such thing really like yeah. when you get to a certain point like occasionally there'll be like very small agencies that are focused on just like one artist 
and that's good because they have a that they have a stake like all everyone has the same stake going right mm-hmm. like if you look at someone like ravi's company he has a stake in the company kang daniel's stake in the company and at the time she has a stake in her company and her company has a stake in her however once like a company gets to a certain monetary thing there's no like they don't have a stake in the artist anymore you know what i mean like yeah well if if you're big enough to be publicly traded and all that kind of stuff right like now you're no longer worried about the artists as much as you are about your investors right or your so and also another thing that like doesn't get talked about a lot but um trainees do kind of get passed around companies like mm-hmm. they'll get out, let out of their their contract to go to another company and a lot of the times it's just as a, like a kind of a good business deal so like yeah. um like you're doing essentially a favor like it could be in a positive way but like it's still like that company is doing a favor or it's like one of the companies that have like a subsidiary like company where eventually mm-hmm. all their profit goes to the same pool but yeah. it's just you know 20 steps down i know that uh peniel has talked about that ashley from ladies cold that's mm-hmm. literally how she got into ladies coach she was uh, a cube trainee she was literally like she would have been training with all of clc that's like who she was training with she was too old for the group and they were like hey you could go over and go over to uh whatever yeah the P company. I can't remember off the top of my head now, but like, yeah. And like, uh, go over there and there's a group that's like, like starting and you'd be great for it. And Mm -hmm. you could just go over there. And it was like, it's good for her because she was in a position where she was never going to go anywhere at Mm -hmm. cube. So it worked out, but like, it's also good for cube because they no longer have to pay her to just be there. Yeah. Like, but also it's good because now they've done something. They've essentially mm-hmm. done something for the other company, and it's kind of like now the company could do something from them later yeah. on. Like maybe there's yeah. another scratch my back, I'll scratch your yeah. back, and yeah. like you know, it's not always negative. Like with like yeah. hers, it's like not like, and sometimes it's like, oh, we um, got this training, and we really think she'd go far, but literally, it's just not our type of yeah. person, and so it she would go far if she went to this other place or he mm-hmm. and it's it's just like it's a good thing but also you know yeah. helps out the company too again this is businesses they're all paying mm. so much money for these like kids and like i know we talk like we don't really talk about it a lot but like people do talk about it about like mm-hmm. the like how a lot of the k-pop i like idols have to pay back all their yeah. debts from these companies and i'm not saying it's good However, as someone who actually went through, like, training for, like, theater and musical theater and stuff, classes are expensive. So I understand why (laughs) there is a debt situation because that in terms of idol training, it's all inclusive in them. It'd be like me going to an academy, like, and getting trained. I'd Mm -hmm. be paying for that, too. So, like, it's just, it's it's messy and hard but at the end of the day it's a business it's not anything but that you know yeah right 
Anyways, let's get back to Chungha. Let's get back to Chungha <laughs> because she has succeeded in the business of being an entertainer and done it very well while still having close ties to her company. So IOI, I didn't go digging deep into it, mm-hmm. but was the contract just 10 months and that that's what it was originally planned yeah. to be? And then, so. okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, like a disagreement or like, you know, like a negative disbanding. Right, it was right, just right. like, this I, is I the end of the contract. Yeah. I didn't figure it was a negative thing. It was more, I wondered because of all the different agencies that are involved with these mm-hmm. things. Sometimes I, even if it wasn't a negative thing, sometimes I wonder if all the other agencies are just like, ah, eh, we're done now. You know, you yeah. never know with stuff when there's so many agencies with their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that, then she made her solo debut. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned earlier, her, so her, she has friends that she has danced with for a long, long time. And those are her, like her background dancers are like her friends of like I know. a decade. And I just think that's awesome to, to where like, and she even says, I mean, she's a solo artist, but to her, like when, when she's being a solo artist, it's, it's her team. So like, yeah. you know, her background dancers and her manager, like she just sees it as, you know, she's not alone when she performs. She has all these yeah. people mm-hmm. in order to make her shine and stuff. So I think that's really neat. And since you can tell that they get treated well because they've stuck around for many a year now. So, <laughs> yeah. so when you like watch the performances on stage and you watch the music videos and everything, it's the same people. Like you'll be like, oh, that guy. Oh, that girl. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I like I like that quite a bit. I've never seen, and this probably happens other places, but I've never seen instances of a solo artist hopping in a van and then the dancers hopping into kind of like the same. We're all a group. We're going. We're in the same van. We're all going together, like for hours to our place. And they're all like chatting and eating together and laughing and having in jokes and like. It's incredible. Like it's It's like they're a little family. I know. They're going on a little road trip. <laughs> All the sisters, like the group mom. Well, <laughs> and, and she even says things like, you know, Chung Ha pretty much doesn't travel other than work. So I try to find cool places for us to eat and things to see mm. and things to do. It's like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. You're all so yeah. nice. They're all just so sweet. <laughs> oh. They seem like I- a squad you'd want to be friends with. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun road trip time. <laughs> a, a side note about Chung Ha, just a little funny thing. She really likes Baymax, which the, the character from Big Hero Big 6. Hero 6. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I was hearing that on the Eric Nam podcast. I was like, oh, that that's fascinating because like, I really like Baymax too. And then you see her on the manager with her little blanket, which has Baymax all over it. I was like, okay, she really likes Baymax. (laughs) She doesn't just like it. (laughs) She really loves Baymax, you know? But like, I get it. I get it. Like, being a poopy robot. I can see the connection there, you know? (laughs) Oh, and then she has a dog named Bambi. Bambi! Mm. Oh, he's so cute! Like little fluffy brown thing. <laughs> it sounds like uh, Bambi is also a mom. Did you know that? Oh, no, yeah. I did not. Yeah, so there. I think there was a Weekly Idol where they had do- all the dogs. Mm-hmm. 
of all these people so she took yes. she took Bambi and uh it was all chaotic oh my gosh it was chaotic but um so I guess when Chung Ha is you know busy doing trips and things Bambi has to be at the vet or somewhere <laughs> and so that's when Bambi got pregnant at the vet or whatever and <laughs> had a litter. Bambi is going out on the town. <laughs> well, well, I think that well. somebody was in chaperone like, <laughs> on her vacation. She got a little too wild on spring break. <laughs> but Bambi's pretty funny because she's not that she's like a wild dog all the time, but there's this one little video i love the clip because i've watched it so many times of chung ha <laughs> just sitting there quietly and then she's like i think it was a ball or something just goes like behind her <laughs> and you can tell chung ha's eyes get like really big she's like oh my gosh and then the camera pans and it was bambi like obviously through the ball <laughs> it wasn't another person it was her dog she's like oh my gosh <laughs> I love idols and their dogs like there's just like <laughs> idols and their pets is just it's just a delight like and also she got bambi kind of when she was going through the difficult time of hmm. you know trying to succeed and before ioi and all those things and her mom was trying to help her you know have something that else to think about mm-hmm. and all those mm-hmm. things and so that's why she got for the dog i thought that was cute oh. and you could tell she loves her dog yeah dog. <laughs> She seems like someone who's filled with a lot of love. And I like that. I like that in a person. Just, you know, big heart. Big, big open, open heart. I really like how artistically she's really open to anything. Mm. Like mm-hmm. she, she wants to just collab with anyone. Like yeah. she's just totally open. She's not like, I, ah, you know, I'm only doing such and such, which is totally fine. But she's like, I'm pretty, you know, she's pretty open with stuff. And it's like when you listen to a lot of her music, it does have a lot of different sound in it. So like, you know, you have like the more poppy sort of stuff, like from the IOI days that you can still hear. And then you have more, you know, like, you know, electronica dance stuff or you have like ballad stuff. Like it's, there's a wide variety. And then she, all the collabs that she does are just, mm-hmm. they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh I think my favorite one, mostly for the visuals, less for the song, has to be the one she did with Rich Brian because it is possibly <laughs> the most ridiculous yeah. music video <laughs> I have ever seen. That mullet. Oh my God. Just- I mean, like it fits. Like if you know him, that like yeah. it's like a totally like, uh, like that's the type of thing, but you're not expecting <laughs> Chung Ha to do it. Yeah. But, but, and the other thing I love about that music video is like, so it's like a very minimalist music video. It's just him in this like cheesy 80s suit and a mullet and then her in like a biker jacket on a motorcycle. But like she's taking the role of like the stereotypical like male part where she's like driving the motorcycle and he's sitting on the back with his mullet like blowing in the wind. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> That's the sort of thing, like, you would not really expect her and Rich Brian to have, like, a collab, but it's great when they do, like... Well, like, now you understand probably why that she had this collab with, you know, someone from 88 Rising. (laughs) Yes. But at the time. At the the time, it was like, like, whoa, this is cool. This is interesting. That whole 
album was like surprising to me. Like, I think that's where 88 Rising sort of got onto my radar, but I was like, these people aren't all with, like, I mean, Jackson's on there and stuff. And I'm like, you're not with this label. Like what's going on? Like it was, but it, there was a lot of neat. I mm. learned a lot of new sounds and a lot of new voices. Mm. I liked it. She also does uh, OSTs as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're just. And a lot of the ones probably, that you like. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like taking it back to K-dramas. Um, and I think the one that I recognized the most when I was just going through her stuff again uh, was definitely the one from Strong Woman Do Bong Soon. Like, yep. Because it's just, it was very recognizable. <laughs> I didn't uh, even know it was her. Like, I knew it I was her because I pushed on her Chungha, like, list. Yeah. But, like, when I was, like, what, listening to it yeah. before, I didn't know it was same. her. Same. Same. That's the song Pit-a-Pat, which is, like, the one that would come up every time anything cute happened in the show. Yeah. Which yeah. was a Often. lot. <laughs> <laughs> when, so. Whenever there wasn't serial killer things happening yeah. it was often yeah. Yeah, yeah she's i mean so like just recently she was on the record of youth mm-hmm. uh soundtrack like she one. was also on dr romantic twos um mm-hmm. hotel del luna hotel del luna um where stars land she was mm-hmm. also that love pub which i think was a web i drama. think a web drama web yeah yeah um and then i don't know it's in hungul in 2016 yeah. technically her first one she's one of those ones sort of like sort of like 17 this is gonna sound stay with me stay with me (laughs) and the discography reminds me of 17 in the sense that there's a little something for everybody in there like you know you can find you can find a song you like you know even if like like if you don't really like poppy stuff, it don't matter. She got other stuff. Like you don't really like dance music. As cool, she got ballads. You know, so it's like she's got a little bit of something for you know most people. Yeah, I think I mean, specifically with this album, I would say like most of her singles mm-hmm. are the same. Like you could tell yeah. their their Chungha sound. If you don't like pop EDM, you're not gonna like them. You know, type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this new is her first studio mm-hmm. album which is like side note the reason why we're doing this right now is because she yes, just released she just it had to come back. in that one you can really see the kind of like evolution in like mm-hmm. different sounds uh which actually is like a really cool thing because in um 2019 i think it was yeah it had to be 2019 uh she was at south by southwest mm-hmm. and she did an interview when she was there and they, um, she was talking to the the guy who was interviewing her, and she was talking kind of like about her like music and what she wanted to do, um, because uh, she's obviously from Texas, and so like a lot of her formative years were spent in Texas. So she, like, she does remember that, and she also she's always like kind of wanted to like incorporate all of like the things that she's experienced in her life, um, mm-hmm. because when her and her mom moved there. Her mom didn't know English and she didn't know Spanish. And I think that's one of the reasons why she's like so like impressed and looks up to her mom was that they went to America on like with that and still her mom has succeeded. And at that point she was still in America. I think she's still living there too. I don't, mm-hmm. don't quote me on that. But when she was talking about it, she was talking about how, because they got into like the whole like, ish, like uh, discussion on um, how it must be good for her if she wants to, 
be breaking into the international scene for her to actually be fluent in English. And one of her things was that she hoped that one day she could be putting out a full album in English mm -hmm. for that side of her life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like really actually like very present in what's like happening now, especially with her yeah. album, because she does have, it's not like fully in English, but there are, there is a fully English song and she does have mm -hmm. a collab with a, a Spanish like producer. Yeah. And so I think that's like from that is like where she is now and mm -hmm. in the in the collabs and i think it's it's actually really cool like to have like watched that interview and knowing that she actually is accomplishing that and especially yeah. with mm -hmm. 88 rising which if you don't know 88 rising they're like an it's a record label but they're really kind of more like a corporation because they're kind of an everything mm -hmm. they're like a their main like main like goal is like kind of uniting Asians who speak English in some way like yeah. they don't have to be like Asian American but like just like kind of bringing them and giving mm -hmm. them a platform and so she's signed on with them now which would mean that her stuff with 88 Rising would be in English so it was like yeah. a really like interesting and like fun thing to know like here in 2019 this is what she's talking about and I literally saw it happen you know yeah mm -hmm. that's kind of like, like that, that is a woman fun. who sets a goal and then just keeps working towards it till she achieves it. And you gotta love that. Mm -hmm. Gotta love that goal, goal setting, goal keeping. Big fans, big fans. Speaking of the new album, what was everyone's favorite song off of it? I loved X. X is my favorite song. X is really good. <laughs> Mine was a Lemon. Mine too. Lemon's I so love bad. Lemon. I just, it's mm. a bop. I really That's like, it. I like the, like the, I like, I really like salsa music. <laughs> I really like salsa music and it has like a salsa-y beat to it. So I'm just like, so when it puts it on, like, I just want to dance. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm really bad at dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Masquerade. Mm. I really like the way that it's set up. Um, a lot of the songs you've already, like, we've heard because it's like, you know, the dream of views on it and, you know, a couple of things mm -hmm. that she's already pre-released, like even towards the end of last year. Um, but it's it's set up in three parts um, and it's like supposed to be kind of like done up in different like emotions and I think mm -hmm. that like the way that like it's like produced is really cool and um, I really like the breaks the song breaks that like mm -hmm. are in it like mm -hmm. you know um, and it's just like a really cool thing especially because I was reading up on um, I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the album but i was looking up into like what it meant um mm -hmm. and what it meant to her and it's kind of like this in spanish the word is like it's like the the place it's not the physical place but it's the metaphysical place of where you consider home where it's mm -hmm. like so it could be anything it could be a physical place or it could be like a person I don't know Spanish and like linguistics is not my thing. Um, but like there, the tie-in was like, um, in a bull ring where the mm -hmm. bull feels safe and has the most power is that spot. And when she was talking about it, she was on a couple of interviews and I saw a couple of like random, like YouTube people interviews, um, where she was like talking about the, what it meant to her. And she just wanted a place that like a, a, a place that musically she felt home, Mm -hmm. um but like it was also like 
kind of like focusing in on the things like she, you know, collaborating with a lot of people and not doing just the same thing and also including the English like stuff yeah. into it because that is her home too as well. And so it was like a really nice little tie-in and like, yeah, I thought it was Very really interesting. Deep. Yeah. I like when like there's more thought put into like these sorts of things like that it's not just like oh I'm putting out this album to make money it's like no this album actually has meaning like I'm giving it you know a purpose like in towards my own being as a person and as an artist so it definitely feels like one of those albums where um you know, classically back in the day before there was downloads and, and everything, mm -hmm. a lot of artists would really cultivate their album and like the order that the songs came in. Cause mm -hmm. you, back in the, my day, you couldn't skip around yep. kids. You just had <laughs> to listen to the tape as it played, you know, like that's just how life you was. Listen to the cassette, man. So like they would, you know, the artists would really put a lot of thought into what order the songs came in and there might be interludes mm -hmm. in between and and she's got you know like an intro and then each of the the four different sections each have like a, a this is the side a and this is the side b and the side c and the side d and the and and each has kind of a theme and a feel mm -hmm. and like it definitely feels like an album that you should be you should sit down and listen from start to finish and not just hit shuffle i mean hit yeah. shuffle fine once you're into it, cool. But like, like you do, you boo -boo, she's but... clearly put thought and effort into where these songs are in the album, which sides they fall on, and and whatnot. Mm. So, I I like to listen and and hear that, hear the cohesion mm. that way. And kind of like you said before, there's probably something on there you'll like. Like if it, there's you know, like 21 songs on it, yeah. So <laughs> it's a pretty <laughs> long. Chance. You'll find, I mean, five or six of those are just like one minute, the interlude deals. So like, yeah, you know, yeah. but the rest of them are songs and that that's a lot of music. You should that's be able a, to find like, something you like. You know, I'm gonna be honest for like, that's a lot of songs for a K-pop <laughs> album. Like it is. That is a longer K-pop album for sure. I mean, she basically put out four of the albums. Yeah so impressive. yeah impressive it's nice so for music videos what are your favorite music videos okay, i really so like, I love oh like you, favorite song or favorite visually visual visually i was talking about okay. visual. i like play i like the flower circle and the colors and the just i like everything about that video i could watch it over and over again and the song's fine, but it's not one of my favorites, but I really, really love watching the video, so. Mm. I, if I'm remembering this right, I'll have to triple check to make sure, but Play, the isn't that the one where she's dancing with like, just one guy for a little bit? Yeah, I okay. think so. Like, it's it's actually like- <laughs> Now I've looks, watched a bunch of them. So yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> you saying, you talking about this. Yeah. Were we talking about it? I think I've mentioned it before because it fascinated me and I'm not going to remember his name off the top of my head, but like he's been in the entertainment industry, like he, a couple of audition shows and stuff mm. to where he has a little bit of a following and whatnot, but he, at this point, I, I don't know if he's entirely deaf or whatever, but it, when he was on audition shows, he wasn't losing his hearing, but something happened to where mm. 
he mostly at least can't hear anymore mm. and for a dancer that's really 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 yeah bad. and so he pretty much has to count the beats in order to, to dance and stuff but that's his passion so he keeps doing it and he's great at it mm. so knowing that and watching him perform with her is like amazing that mm. that he's able to do that still and I, th I think he really had to work hard as he was losing his hearing and stuff in order to figure out how to do that still yeah so. for me it's uh, snapping that red dress though that red dress like well i'm like the fencing the fencing mask with like the diamond like yes <laughs> yes the song is also tight but like just everything about it is just mm, my aesthetic it's my aesthetic just glitzy and beautiful and sort of bizarre at the same time love it <laughs> I really like Dream of You's choreography and the Same. transitions mm -hmm. with the choreography. Um, but I have a special place in my heart for Gotta Go. It was the first song that like I fell in love with her mm. for. Um, mm. And it's not like the visually the music video is great, but it's just like, I don't know. There's just like, I've got a special spot in my heart for that one. So it will always be my favorite music video because of that, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm the same with that since Gotta mm -hmm. Go was like my first with her. It's just so good. But the uh, but that edit that editing on Dream of You though, like it's yeah, so good. Ooh, <laughs> so and like and, the, and like what I liked about the Dream of You music video is that the sets are very minimalistic, very mm -hmm. simple. And the outfits themselves are also very simplistic and minimalistic, but really good. Like those fucking hats and this. I mean, like, yeah, it, it's it's really actually simple transitions too, but just the yeah. way that they do it so effortlessly and mm -hmm. they really like spent time. You could tell they spent time on not just like transitioning for the dance, but also for the music, mm -hmm. which I personally like because yeah. a lot of times they default to it being good for the dance, but it yeah. does not like yep. really yep. fit for the music. And so yep. I like, I just visually, I really like that. And it's like, it's literally nothing. She's like basically in a, a room, you know, yeah. dancing. <laughs> with, some, with some dancers. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it works. Yeah. It's so it really good. It, How about you, oh. Sky? Your favorite? It was Gotta. <laughs> I think probably Gotta Go be like kind of the nostalgia thing mm. but i remember dream of you when i was watching it i remember just like my jaw was <laughs> yeah, yeah. open the whole time and it's like the and the dance moves in it fit so perfectly with the music like and i love hats so <laughs> yes, like, hats. That's the, yeah that's a prop when yeah. you're dancing i'm all for like the style <laughs> it's the corset with the suspenders and the pinks <laughs> pantsuit like oh girl <laughs> girl and you put on that bolero oh i like that her videos are so stylish but they're uh -huh. also fit the songs like they seem yeah you know sometimes you watch a video and you're like that's a great video for a different song like <laughs> yeah. i don't yeah. you know like even yourself which i think that's the one that's like a sprite commercial basically yeah it is <laughs> and it feels like a sprite commercial and it looks like but the song feels like a sprite like it just 
it feels like a sprite. It's light and it's fluffy and it's so it's you know it's the colors it, exactly like the colors pop on the video and it feels like something refreshing and it just you're like yeah okay I right yep. got it okay good like <laughs> what I what I thought was funny. This is just still about the dream of you music video. I was just looking, I was just looking through the comments. I love reading YouTube comments. There is some just comedy gold in there, but I think my favorite. So it was a collab with the the DJ Rehab, and he actually commented with, "Wow, this is like really nice." Like, <laughs> what, did he, what did he actually say? Like, it made me laugh. What? No, he said, "Yeah, loving it. Thumbs up." <laughs> like, you better. <laughs> Uh, I think saw him he tweeted this week about her new album and he's like I'm on there too like it was like <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> so favorite songs okay this, this is a hard one okay like it is hard it is a very it is hard, hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to my my Chunga mix as we're, we're talking and my favorite just came on so it's, uh, my favorite is the collab with Grizzly, Run. I mm-hmm. I just, I love that song so much. Like, I mean, Dream of You has been stuck in my head every single day for three it's weeks. So I woke good. up with it. In my, so good. So, I mean, also Dream of You, but like, I love Run, so. You know, yeah. don't I just realize just randomly that I really would like, hmm. I would really like, Jackson and Chung Ha. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, it will happen soon. She's on It'll Rising like, and Jackson does the yeah. 88 Rising stuff. Yeah. Like it's just a matter of time. I mean, like Jackson's <laughs> like done a, a like a thing with everyone at 88 Rising. Like it will yeah. happen. My favorite song from her is the song Love You. I don't know why. There's just <laughs> something about it that's just like like it just makes me go like like makes my shoulders bounce up and down mm-hmm. and i like songs that i like songs that make me feel happy mm-hmm. and this song just makes me feel happy you know i really don't like i have a, like i have the like top songs that i really like but i don't know like because stay tonight is really really good oh, so um, good. Mm-hmm. but i also actually really liked um my friend which is the ph1 mm-hmm. collab um and you know like i really 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 like x a lot like i i really <laughs> like it yeah i don't know because then also like roller coasters a lot of fun mm-hmm. oh they're like you can pick them all because there are no rules <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, I, there's I, no I like answer. weak and why don't you know and then i liked offset yeah and then um <laughs> out of like her like ost work like i liked mm-hmm. Um, the one she did for Hotel de Luna, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. You good. almost like okay. What's your favorite ballad? And what's your favorite OST? <laughs> and what's your favorite dance song? And then what's the favorite like? And what's yeah. your favorite earworm? Because like for yeah. me, the earworm song that I get stuck in my head, Bad Boy. I yes, same. <laughs> it's Dream of You, which is literally playing right now on my like headphones, which is like. <laughs> I yeah. didn't plan this. I'm a, like just on my like female like artist yeah. mix that has like 15 hours of songs, <laughs> but like yeah, I just and then like you know, gotta go again. Like that yep. was 
they're all good mm. man so for me and ever since probably that era i i've realized that sometimes songs it's a nostalgia thing like a certain mm-hmm. time in my life so like mm. for me it's gotta go because I, I saw so many stages of her performing live and stuff that just it's a nostalgia thing for me like it was an experience so whenever oh. i hear gotta go or see her perform gotta mm. go it, like it takes me back to that time in my head but it um, makes you gotta go back to that nostalgic <laughs> moment but dream dream of you and and that's kind of why i randomly brought up jackson because for some reason some of jackson's recent work just mm. kind of reminds me of that a little bit yeah it has that vibe it has that vibe um i love but, like dream of you like when it came up like just it came up on i had i was playing like my like i follow this like it's like k dance hits or just like one of the spotify curated whatever and it just came on and like this was before this was like right when like the when it first what was put on spotify and i was like oh shit like <laughs> what is this? And then I looked, I was like, how fortuitous that <laughs> it's Chunga that we're gonna do an episode about soon. I like literally like I watched that music video when it dropped. So it was like yeah. 4 a.m. for me going, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was just like, wait, wait a minute. Like this is good, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> And like it's like the, it's and fun, it's like it's sexy. It's, well, it's it, yeah, sex. yeah. I think it's like it's really it's got a really great uh, I think transition into a more mature sexy concept mm-hmm. in a like a really great way that fits not only her but her style of music yeah. that she can mm-hmm. produce herself. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think it just and it, like it, it plays to her strengths really too. well, and then. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I was sitting there watching and I was like, this is just good all around. Like, you can watch this mm-hmm. without the music and be great. Enthralled. It's like a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, that was one of the things she talked about with Eric Nam too, was the fact that, like, initially producers kept trying to, like, knock her up an octave and stuff, like, get her to sing in a higher register. And, like, now she's popular enough and comfortable enough she can be like no nah, i think we'll do it down here in my like nice i'm singing the key that i am supposed to be singing yeah in. like maybe i should not destroy my vocal cords by forcing them into things they don't want to do so yeah. and i think I know. you see that in dream of you too like just everything about that song works well together and feels like she's comfortable in it like she's mm-hmm. in you know mm-hmm. it just it it's good that song blew me away like literally I was blown away by it because it just it came came out of nowhere for me and I was just like holy shit so good <laughs> not that like you know what I mean it's just like she's always good but like one, I was ra- blown. one random thing I do want to mention is um she was on Hit the Stage a few years mm. back. And Hit the Stage, if you don't know, it's a... I don't know if it still exists. Probably does. Um, it's kind of a competition show, but, like, the type of competition show that's not, like, produce whatsoever. It, it, <laughs> they'll just get idols and performers to do different dances with dance troops, dance groups mm. and stuff. And the, 
So it's usually a theme and um she was actually on it at a time when like 10 and rocky and all like just all these people that like i've seen all these clips before of these episodes and uh so chung ha's performances are just really really good so yeah hit the stage in case it's really cool (laughs) yeah she's in a, a lot of stuff if you're like looking for like kind of like longer things like that she was on that episode of running man with um i don't know the actress's name um um and she was in like the inspector something something i don't remember i'll link it um and then she's been on weekly idol a couple times she was on an episode of uh happy together um mm-hmm. with gf from brown eyed girls and um cheetah the rapper mm-hmm. um what else like there's a good on, amount of, oh she was a um, like hello counselor once didn't she i think so i try to like i try to block up you know we move move past that hot mess (laughs) i'm not gonna say i'm perfect and have never watched that show like we've all we've all we've Um, all done it you know but she was also in um she was in like an episode of the the unwu little web drama that he did with um the puppy yeah, yeah. from still top, 17 top management yes management, she yeah. she's the, the the actress with him on set yeah and so she's there for a little cameo if you're like looking for something like she's like in um mm-hmm. and then you know all of, obviously all of like produce 101 and then her the the music videos of ioi which mm-hmm. she's like actually like not she's in but she's not like the focus in ioi yeah. <laughs> so like right it's actually kind of like interesting to see like how like little she is of like a focus in IOA mm. and she's like one of the ones who are like heavily in a solo career. Also, she's she's just been on some random stuff like Master Key. So Master <laughs> Key is a like a game show essentially. And she that's how she met Eric Nam. That was such a that was such a funny story where he was like, there he was on his podcast talking about like, yeah, I was like struggling because I didn't speak Korean very well, and he just looked at me and goes, you know, I speak English. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. She was also a host of a radio show, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of that on like line. And then right now, specifically for her promotions for. This new album for the title track, which is Bicycle. Uh, she's been doing TikTok um, dances mm-hmm. with a bunch of people. So if you mm-hmm. haven't seen them, um, the Rain one is especially mm-hmm. good. Um, is it Chu? Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's so cute and such a good dancer. Like, she, I don't know how, I just don't know how she does it. She stays cute and perfectly does this, the dance and it's not weird being cute i don't know it's it's just she's an enigma and i, like, I really she, think and she's and adorable that's, and that's choose choose existence is like that it's yeah. like how it's not, are you this way she's I don't so know. cute but it's not like it's not like corny it's i don't not even, fake i can't yeah, even yeah. like tell you describe it like she's still like is bicycle is a very very uh sexually like but i'm saying that how it's... dare you say something like that <laughs> she is a grown woman she's There's talking about riding wrong. a bicycle 
Michael, I don't understand. Listen, actually, there is nothing wrong with sex, okay? Actually, <laughs> that, that, amazingly speaking. <laughs> when I was listening to Chunkha's discography and like from her earliest stuff and she had, you know, some suggestive things kind of earlier on too, but it was nice knowing that like, you know, she debuted at what, like 21 or whatever? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, uh, like, uh, she's in like, oh, okay. It's all good. It's all good, man. It's like this. This feels good. Like, yeah. this feels right to where, because I, I honestly don't like when the super young. No, it's weird. No. I don't like it. I don't like when the like when it. the dreamies are singing song and you're like, stop it. You're you're seventeen. I don't, just I don't, don't want to hear it. Like it because <laughs> like a lot of the times it's not there like choice choice to do it and that's what it becomes like it's even like past like me being a grown adult i don't want to listen to it it's more it's like i don't like the fact that i'm listening to someone who's doing this and it's like not yeah something that they chose to do i am very like big up proponent on like doing whatever you feel like and i don't Mm -hmm. like i don't like slut shaming i don't like you know be sexual however you want um, but like that also includes allowing people to be not sexual like yeah, at all, exactly. even if it's like for any reason, like allowing like a safe space for like that to be your personality mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. to be your religious beliefs or just that's like just something yeah. you want to do. And then like yeah. also allowing it if it's something you want to do. But like when you know that like they're probably not the ones like actually informing yeah. that and you're like, I hate I this even more. That no, it's like. It's like how uncomfortable yeah. I get by how much I really love the song Black Mamba, but the music video makes me so uncomfortable. That's like, um, I really love, oh, what's that group? The group that like had to do all that shit and then like, oh. they were basically made to do really, really graphically. Really suggestive. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. like their songs are so good and so I love good. them yeah. so much. I wish I could listen to it them. Hurts. Like, and like, even, um, uh, why can't I think of anybody's name? I hate, I hate names so much. <laughs> um, Sarah from that other group. And mm-hmm. she was talking about how they had to do one of their songs and like some of the, 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 girls in the group were too young for it it was too sexual and she was like literally crying because as the adult leader of the group she was watching people like children who were uncomfortable with doing that and they were being forced to do that and i just i hate that so much and then it's like you see like you know people like you know changha and hyuna and you know whatever who you know are very comfortable with sexier concepts but that's their choice to be and yeah. it's not uncomfortable for you to enjoy it right you can tell when they're comfortable too right like they're oh, yeah, more and sure. and i think that's one of the things like dream of you like there's i mean yes it's about sex like it's definitely about sex if, but if, it's, it's not clearly, clearly comfortable there like it's yeah. clearly like a comfort level she's comfortable singing this song like it's mm. it, it, and that's part of what makes it work so well right yeah. it's not it's not some young child having this having her career directed by yeah. somebody else being gross it's her yeah. choosing what she wants to present to the world and I think that makes all the difference 
We got deep in this episode on some things. I know, too. Man. Who I knew just... that Chung Ha would be like the door to open thoughts on these? <laughs> Talk about she just, you know, just allowed it to politics. happen. You know, it, like, magical. Well, magical. like we did say in the very beginning that she was very much like the the older sister who you could yeah. learn stuff from, and the teacher, and somehow <laughs> this girl who is like ten years younger. More than ten years younger yeah, than, than me. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, she's, she's thing, nine years younger than us. The thing about Chung Ha is like she's so talented, but at the same time, if you did like bump into her at the convenience store, you feel like you could say hi. Yeah, yeah. and it wouldn't be weird, and it <laughs> wouldn't be awkward. Like it would be totally like that- fine. There's like that really cute video of like her at the airport and there's like a fan talking to her and she's like, oh, my sister loves you. She says you're a queen. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm normal. I love whenever you see like a an Idols at the somewhere video where they're like surprised and shocked that people like them. They're like, like that one with Lay where he was like, People are here for me. I just love that. I love when you see idols like not getting that, like, yeah, people like you. Like, it's, it's a thing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I also love, on the other hand, like that video of Key where he's like, When did you know you were famous? He's like, mm, The day after I debuted, I knew I was famous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that energy, too. But like, you need to be able to pull that energy off without sounding like a total asshole. Like, oh gosh. But no, she has, she has really sweet energy, sweet, hmm. loving energy. Yeah, Chung Ha, I mean, I say this as we obviously don't know her personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from what we've seen, like, I feel like I I enjoy artists who can be like at personality level too. It's like, Mm -hmm. go forth and check out anything Chung Ha and you're in a safe place. Like, yeah, yeah, she seems like a nice person. Like, I would compare her to she would be if i was like picking people who like if we magically got to like interview someone on this podcast i would not like want to throw up before the interview like i feel like Mm. she'd be like Mm -hmm. make it comfortable make it like cool Mm -hmm. but like you don't feel intimidated and you don't Mm -hmm. like it would just be like a talking to someone you've known for a while yeah, mm-hmm. her, her and Eric Nam. Those would be the two ideal interviews. And honestly, if you watch that, like, I will have it linked, but the podcast that he do, he do, did with her, mm-hmm. he also has the video version of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they are literally, like, just chilling, having fun. Like, they're she's literally, just, like, like, just sort of, like, slumped I mean, on a couch. Yeah, there's, like, one chat. point she's, like, on her, like, the pillow, just, like, basically laying down. And then he's, like, <laughs> you should come over for Thanksgiving. And she's, like, yeah. okay. And they're, like, <laughs> talking about, like, oh, my gosh. So they're a little, like, just side thing is they, <laughs> they went into, like, the question and answers from, like, people. And it was, like, very much, like a u.s like questions and it was like so what's your favorite like fast food place and she was like you know oh i really like the the rat and like eric nam is like what and she's like you know the rat with the games because 
the games when you're alone. He's like, oh, Chucky, Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> but she also rat, had, you know? she had, like previously, like she was like, my favorite was Cece's, and he's like, Cece's pizza, <laughs> buffet. <laughs> and we were talking about like oh, Halloween and like, yeah. It's good. It's really good. It's, I, it's I really, enjoyable. I really want to see Chung Ha when she was a picture of Chung Ha when she was a kid wearing her ladybug Halloween outfit. <laughs> yes. I really desire that picture. <laughs> so go check her out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably Me checked too. her out, but check her out more because yeah. she's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Like if you're one of our non-K-pop listeners, like you're here for the dramas, like take a moment. Just Boot up YouTube. Go like we'll convert you. Heck, we'll start. Convert start with Dream of You. We obviously all yeah, we love, love that it. song. <laughs> I literally, I literally today. English, if that's gonna like, help you today, yeah. Texted my sister who does not listen to any K-pop at all, and I was like, "Hey, I got my song recommendation of the week. <laughs> Dream of You by Chungha. Enjoy." <laughs> <laughs> I like when I'm playing my k-pop music and my husband will be around and all of a sudden there'll be a you know one will come on like that and i'm like this one's all in english so like you should really pay attention to this like, just like grab them get them in that way and then <laughs> yeah no see that's that's how i get that. i get them with you know pull them in with some jackson wang and then like you know, and now some chung ha yeah put a little monster x slowly just like you know yeah, I'm they're they're being lured into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> and then Spotify will take the rest from there. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's it's really funny. I have a cute little story that I don't know if Matthew will be upset at me. Nah, he won't. He loves he loves being mentioned on the podcast. Uh this week I have something very special to announce. He not only remembered who Sun Me was. He remembered the name of her song that he wanted to listen to. <laughs> and it was Paporim. So it wasn't even like an easy song <laughs> title. Yeah, well done. I think I think that's the song that I was playing that my husband was like, he really liked that song yeah. a lot. And then and then he's like, what's the title? And I just laughed. I was like, this is, you know, I showed it to him. Purple sun, just say that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he laughed. He's like, I am not going to remember that title. <laughs> Which is why it was so impressive. Oh. Best K-pop husbands. Yeah, yeah. Also, well, that's why. Sunmi's coming back soon, too. Just as a... Oh, oh, those concept pictures look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No. Queen. Queen. I know we're not talking about her like this episode, but yeah. Queen. By but, the way, we have a Sun Me episode that people should go do. check out. You should go check it out. Yay! <laughs> uh, support those solo female artists. Yes. And if you're a big fan, like Natalia in her shop has really cute little Sun Me art. My Sun Me face mask always gets me a smile at the grocery store <laughs> and on my etsy shop i do have a chung sticker so there you go <laughs> that's covered uh anyway thank you 
for listening to this week's episode of the Certified Nunas. Next week, we delve back into a new K-drama that's uh, coming out soon. I'll stick around next week to find out what we're going to, what K-drama we're delving into then. Um, we hope that you have a fantastic week. If you want to become a sponsor of this podcast and join the Certified Found family, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Certified Nunas and join us over there on coffee. Um, we love all the people who support this podcast. Keep the light on keep everything going we think you are the best yay little round of applause for you guys um if you want to find us on social media we are mostly on instagram and twitter and it's always at certified nunas uh that's where you can reach us all one word uh and you can always check out our website certifiednunas.com where all the links to everything that we mentioned that should be linked is there so thank you for listening keep safe wash your hands wear a mask and love yourself and listen to Chunga this week, maybe. New album. It's pretty good. So anyway, <laughs> we have, have a fantastic week. And keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.